I've never had a hot dog for dinner in my life. It's un-American. If I was going to die from smoking cigarettes, I'd already be dead. We have some of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet, and some that are Nazis. Fuck Jordan. Fuck Chaffetz. <laughs> They're both assholes. Hey! You see the cans on her? Like that kind of charming. He really believes all that crazy stuff he talks about. That's a gross old guy. (laughs) Oh, way to go, boner. Sushi Jack Knife. 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 Welcome back to Sushi Jack Knife. In the post, the post Halloween mm, diabetic coma. I was gonna say the post Halloween malaise. Malaise is good. Malaise is good. After after you've pounded all those dots and the the gobstoppers. Yeah. And you just all you can do is lay around in a malaise. Do you know that I like dots? Everyone likes dots. See, I thought no one liked dots. If you don't like dots, um, you a dingus. Did we just find something in common? We both like dots? I like them more, though. I like them a lot. Well, I like them more. In fact, before my child could eat any dots, Mm -hmm. I robbed them all from the, uh, the, I think it's called the child's play bag. Okay. Which is a disturbing, disturbing name (laughs) for a bag of candy. (laughs) Since those the are choking all, hazard bag. The, the Chucky movies, <laughs> yeah. too. Right, yeah. The choking hazard bag. Um, yeah. I. This is how much I like them. Okay. Even after my child can eat them, I'm still, still going to steal all of them. Okay. He will never have any dots. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to come up with a plot just for Halloween in certain situations um, to make him convinced he either hates these candies or if that's not going to work is right. deathly allergic to them <laughs> right and then yeah. i can take them <laughs> anything involving gelatin i want that i do too i really like gummy stuff because you like uh eating animal bone right yeah yeah i yeah. know yeah oh no animal bones one of my favorite parts of the animal <laughs> i mean once you boil it mm-hmm. and you extract the mm-hmm. the, the gelatin oh boy oh. So great. All day, airy day. So how y'all been? We didn't have a proper Halloween episode, but I did put out a little, like, creepy tune I made the other day. Can we discuss the fact that you kind of just introed right at the beginning of this yeah, particular episode? I did, I did, I did. What happened there? Uh, it's, I don't know. It's you, almost are like Are you not yourself today? Probably not. I don't feel well. Mm-hmm. Um, I took a dive. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, no, I've seen. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Why so, did you do that? Well, just for fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Asphalt diving. It's a new thing. It's uh, for those who can't see. He, uh, Justin, looks like he is just covered in scabs. Yeah. Head to toe. Yeah. Um, it's something you would expect to see, like, from a drug addict or something. Like, just a lot of scabs everywhere. Uh, oh, absolutely. But his is from just sliding across concrete. Asphalt. Asphalt. Uh, I, I, so my dog got out and proceeded to attack dogs across the street. She didn't do any harm, mm-hmm. but, I mean, it looked like she was. And so I, luckily, I just tied my shoes. I busted out running across the yard. Okay. Slipped, like, on the wet grass. Yeah. You know, lost my footing and just plowed into the asphalt. So this is like, this is a street burn right here. Did, how much did you bleed? A fair amount. Did you think about going and trying to get any of the bits of skin off I, of the street for graphs? <laughs> I was curious, like, if I left a mark, you know, I was, I, I sort of tacitly entertained that thought. I was like, mm-hmm. I wonder if I made like a blood mark on the street. It's a, one of these days. Um, there's going to be some sort of police incident mm. where they're going to need blood sniffing dogs and they're just going to be wandering in front of your house, <laughs> just back and forth. <laughs> so scary. <laughs> so very scary. So no dogs were hurt. In fact, I was the only victim of that scenario. Yeah. And then we had to do the whole thing where, you know, it's the street, the street's dirty. Yeah. So we had to pour 
peroxide on the wounds. You know? Yeah. It was kind of like the end of Braveheart, if anyone's ever seen that. You disemboweled yourself? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> okay. You know that was voluntary, right? That wasn't a oh. requirement. Oh. Mm. You know, you live, you learn. In my head, when you said that it came from your dog, I had like a whole Marmaduke situation in my head <laughs> where the dog just took off and dragged you by the leash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not enough people know about Marmaduke anymore. Yeah. Is Marmaduke still around? I think so. You know, I bought a Sunday paper the other day. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't identify Marmaduke, but all the classics were pretty much there. I, it has been years since I looked through a comics page. I don't know what still exists anymore. Most most of the big ones do. Um, the ones that you would think of. Throw, there's a few new ones that have cropped up over well, the years. Well, there are some. I remember the last time when we had a newspaper many moons ago. <laughs> um, Wait, at your house yeah, you had a moon? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I In Kansas City, uh, we had newspapers. Okay. Because um, I, I like newspapers. I haven't subscribed to the Tennessee the Tennessean because I don't want to give them money. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I if uh, occasionally I wish I had one. Sure. It's good to support your local news. It is. Whatever. Yeah, it is. For sure. Um, but I was I was a very loyal reader of Pearls Before Swine. That's a good one. And I haven't I haven't read it in years now. <laughs> What's the one with the dirty cat and the dirty dog? Um, I don't remember what it's called, but I always like that one. Um, you know, what strikes me about the comics page in newspapers, that is an incredibly difficult art. Oh, it is. I don't think I've ever laughed at a comic strip. Ever? I don't know. Maybe a Garfield here or there. No, Calvin. Garfield? I mean, maybe. Yeah. You see, wow. Mondays. <laughs> I've just summarized one seventh of all of the Garfield strips. Hmm. So it's just Normal. like. <laughs> I'm going to ship Odie off again. Um, the Garfield uh, cartoon show, though, like holds sway in my mind. Well, I I did watch that. That was or a great the, show. Uh, still to this day, the Christmas special. Christmas special, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. There's a Halloween special as well. I don't care about the Halloween special. I don't special. think I've seen that one though. Anyway, yeah, there's a there's the episode of uh the Garfield show where he gets sucked into the TV. Okay. I have very strong memories of that. I must have seen it a lot. <laughs> like a lot, you know. So you've never laughed at a Calvin and Hobbes? I, you know, Calvin and Hobbes always struck me as like um, philosophical kind of. Yeah, yeah, philosophical jokes. There sure. are jokes there. Sure. Yeah. Oh, it's not just. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't like a comic strip that was just a philosophy lesson all the way through for children. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a difficult art, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's not something I think I could do. Well, easily. imagine how how many how many you have to make right that's true and and just the like not efficiency i guess efficiency of it like you've got x number of panels Mm -hmm. to pull off whatever you're gonna pull off you know it's that's one of the uh the things about not to get too deep into calvin and hobbes all right when calvin and hobbes was running that um made newspaper people upset because mm. on sunday he wanted to instead of having individual panels like they always do yeah yeah divide them up in strange ways oh i like that yeah okay the issue is not every newspaper runs sunday comics the same way uh, so really pissed off different editors <laughs> oh i could see because they had to rearrange everything based on how how he was going to draw his sunday strip and <laughs> It made more work for them, but mm-hmm. but hey, it's art. Yeah, you couldn't have it like long ways down a page or anything. Right. In the block. No, like something so. like uh, Doonesbury is the vertical strip. Yeah. Right? Does that still exist? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That comic strip is older than I am. Like, oh, way older real. than I am. I think am. it's Doonesbury. Is Doonesbury the political one? Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's the one. I, I know that it started during the Reagan era. 
like early in the Reagan era. <laughs> For sure, yeah. For sure. And it's always been very Shocking. pointed politically. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um what other one? You never laughed at it? I don't think it's meant to be funny that one though. Doonesbury? Yeah. Sometimes. Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's satirical parts to it. And then ever, there's very serious parts too. If you ever <laughs> that's true. They take their soldiers very seriously in Doonesbury. That is that is true. Yeah. I remember that very vividly. Yeah. I would read it and go, None of that was funny. Yeah. They also mm. take their censorship very seriously. Mm-hmm. I recall one from not too long ago. I mean if you find yourself laughing at like Sally Ford, mm-hmm. you might want to get your head checked. You, <laughs> <laughs> uh there was I don't know if this was everywhere. But uh, in Kansas City, growing up, yeah, there was a comic strip called Ziggy. Ziggy, yeah, not or Zippy's the little. What, what's the little guy that has all the inspirational sayings? That's Ziggy. Okay, not Ziggy. Okay. Zippy the clown. Z- what? Zippy the clown. Um, I still, to this day, have no idea what was happening with that comic strip. Zippy I would the read clown. it every every week. And it, it was like a surreal comic okay. strip. Okay. Like, it was meant to be surreal. Okay. But, um, I don't, there wasn't jokes, but it also <laughs> wasn't making a point as far as I could tell. Oh, wow. Zippy the Pinhead is the yeah, first thing yeah, that came that, up for me. that's it. Zippy the Pinhead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Zippy the Pinhead. Yeah. This is odd, man. Oh, it's very odd. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like psychedelic. Mm-hmm. Um, Zippy the Pinhead is a fictional character who is the protagonist of Zippy, an American comic strip created by Bill Griffith. Yeah, it's um, it's mildly alarming just looking at him. It, yeah, no kidding. Oh, and there's like weird YouTube videos if you delve too far. Oh, boy. Images are not comforting. Not comforting at all. No, no. Nope, 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 nope. Okay. Well. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> Let's put that to bed and it, wake it up. It was... Like, I spent a lot of time as a child trying to understand this comic strip, thinking if I understood it, like, I was I was getting somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I was philosophically understanding things. <laughs> right. Ten-year-old Nathan <laughs> reading this. And now, 20 years later... I've realized it's just nonsense and I don't care for it. (laughs) (laughs) Some things are just nonsense. I'm sure it means something to the person who made it. Sure. But maybe I also think it's probably one of those situations where um, he's reading way too much into his own stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. You're you're not you're not that much of a genius. (laughs) Bring it down. I mean, you didn't create Ziggy. So we had a, growing up, we had a Ziggy candle mm-hmm. that I'm sure like walked right out of 1974. Yeah. And no one ever lit it. Like, I guess there was a weird era there where like you would buy a candle shaped like a thing. Just to look at it? Yeah, that you'd never light. Well, a Ziggy would be a comforting Presence. candle to have. That's true. That's Zippy true. would not. No, <laughs> Zippy the candle. <laughs> Burn the fuck out of Zippy. Oh, man. You, oh, boy. You, you would just leave that burning until it had melted away, so it would, <laughs> you would know for sure it was dead. Yeah, right. That's all you want. Right. So, I, I had prepared a a slight amount of stuff for Halloween now. I mean, obviously, it's post-Halloween. No one cares. I mean, we were literally listening to Christmas music at work today. What? Um, I know. Hold on. Know. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Listen. Whoa. Whoa. No, 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 I knew you, no. I knew we're not glossing. I knew we're not you'd glossing get mad at me. by this. <laughs> I knew you'd get mad at me. Who chose the Christmas music? Well, here's the thing. We were just discussing it, mm-hmm. and I... Was the discussion, hey, do you know what it's too early for? And someone else <laughs> said, Christmas music? And you said, that's correct. That's what it's too early for. Yeah. Let me show you an example of a thing that I should probably be punched in the face if I play. <laughs> I was, Is that what happened? Uh, y- yes. Okay. I just I don't want to I don't want to upset you. Um, so, um, we were talking about like lesser known Christmas songs, right? Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite Christmas songs is a, is this new wave song. I don't know if you've heard of it. The band is called The Waitresses, and it's called Christmas Rapping. So I, I had to pull that up for them because mm-hmm. they had never heard it, and I was like, "This is a great 
This is a great, cool song. Yeah. The thing is, it's not Thanksgiving yet, though. I know. It's not time. It's not time. Legally, you're not actually allowed (laughs) to... I, I feel like that's the next thing Robert Mueller is going to pull out on someone is listening to Christmas music too early. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's un-American. Um, so, yeah. Uh, where was I going with that? Oh, I had a couple things prepared for Halloween-esque. One of which was I found this year some horror movies that I can actually watch and not get creeped out. And I thought that was worth mentioning. What are they? Well... One is called Fright Night. Have you ever seen Fright Night? No. Fright Night's good. It's kind of a comedy horror thing. It's the classic story, Nathan, of a vampire moves in next door to you. Naturally. And in between trying to, you know, make out with your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. you go murder the vampire with the help of a a washed-up actor who has a horror television show. Hmm. It's got Roddy McDowell in it. It's good. That doesn't sound good at all. Well... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounds pretty terrible. It was the 80s. Um, another one from the 80s is uh, called The Gate. And I think the only reason I could stand it is it was a horror movie that its in original intention was to be made for children. So nothing in it that would, you know, overly scare a, uh, an adult man. <laughs> <laughs> So there's two there's two horror movies that I found that I could stand this year, if you're squeamish like me. Well, I will say that Fright Night has good reviews. Oh yeah, Fright Night. You good. have accidentally chosen a movie that everyone else in the world likes, as opposed to every other time you bring up a movie and I pull it up <laughs> and it's like thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Huzzah! Uh, Robert e- or Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars. There you go. Not bad. I trust Ebert. You gotta trust. He the very e. rarely lets me down. That is true. That is true. Um, the premise of the gate, by the way, is like a kid digs a hole in his backyard and discovers like a geode in there, and they crack it open because they think you know it's going to be a cool rock inside, but instead it lets out some evil spirits. And what? Why do you only watch eighties horror movies? They're here? more tolerable for me because like. You know, we, we turned a corner somewhere with this, like, torture shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, like, in the 80s, like, yeah, there were there was a lot of horror movies, but there was always kind of an element of fun to a lot of them. You in know? case you were curious, the Rotten Tomatoes score for The Gate? Lower. 43. <laughs> okay, so now we're back. So one, I chose one yeah, the, that most people would like. The world is back in orbit. <laughs> Everything makes sense again. There you go. Um, so that was it. That was the, that was the length of my Halloween content besides some little, uh, musical contributions, but yeah. Okay. Horror movies. I had no Halloween content. I just don't care. You're not a big Halloween person. No, I don't. Well, I don't like wearing costumes. Okay. Um, I've like, as a kid, I wasn't super into, cause it's a lot of planning and I didn't, (laughs) I I just didn't care. (laughs) So, I didn't wear a costume this year. Yeah. For probably the 10th year in a row? Wow. I'm, I'm succeeding. I'm winning at Halloween. I guess. I get candy and I don't wear a costume. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's that's the dream right there. That is the dream. Um, yeah. And I had I, I wore two costumes this year. And there's context for this. We had a costume contest at work. And the girls over in sales... Uh, talk me into participating with them. They were the Ghostbusters. Okay. And uh, the girl Ghostbusters. And I was the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man slash Elvis impersonator. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. We won. We won the costume contest. I, I don't know that you should be flattered that you were included in that costume. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, most of the puff was pillows, hmm. thankfully. So Who should we get? <laughs> Who's the... Who's the ugliest, most unattractive guy we know? Who's the most marshmallowy? <laughs> so everyone was looking at me, you know, when I was in the costume, and half the people don't know who I was because I was pretty well covered, you mm-hmm. know. And the the comments I kept getting were like, "Stay puffy." I will. I, will. <laughs> I took it upon myself not to interact with people. Like yeah. I just chose not just to stare. Well, that's at them. That's uh, 
that's method acting right there it in was. costume. It was. I saved it for the stage. Yeah. I did a pratfall at the end, which was unplanned. Oh. I mean, really took it to... They had silly string. Uh-huh. Uh, we took it to the next now, level. Now, you say it was unplanned. Yeah. Was it also unintentional? <laughs> no. <laughs> I actually, there was a lull, and I was like, I'm going to fall down right now. That's mm-hmm. all I can think to do. So I fell down. And then, like... Like magic, they were right behind me to like lift me up, like one on each side. It was wow. amazing, yeah, yeah, like so many of my dreams. Um, the other costume I had because Holden was uh, Darth Vader, like mm-hmm. a mini Darth Vader, and like the mask was. <laughs> Wait, your child was like a small Darth Vader, yeah, like because uh, okay. he's not the size of the man who played Darth Vader. I just wondered if you put him on shoulders <laughs> of like two other kids so he could be a regular sized Darth Vader. Now, that's an idea. But, like, the helmet portion of his costume yeah. was, like, proportional to an adult. So, he looked really funny. <laughs> so, he was bobblehead Darth right. Vader. And he wanted me to participate in the Star Wars theme. So, mm-hmm. I was Chewbacca. We had these paper, this paper Chewbacca mask. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm going to put a little spin on it. I put a robe on. Uh, the good people, by the way, it was just my birthday, too. The good people at Black and Mild Cigars, because I went to their website once and gave them my information. Mm-hmm. Sent me a full-on red velvet robe for my birthday in the mail. We're going to take a picture at some point. Because you and I actually smoke a fair amount of Black and Milds together. We have, yes. Yeah, and we need to do a picture. Just hashtag Black and Mild. Okay. And then we can throw the robe away. Well, I mean, um, it sounds nice. Why would you I mean, throw the robe I mean, it's not away? that nice. It sort of comes you off. You just said it was very nice. Well, it, you know, as nice as that Why port, are you lying about the... It was as nice as that poor child in India could make. Hmm. This got sad. It did. Um, so <laughs> I had my robe. I actually took a rocks glass with me without anything in it. Uh-huh. And I was chill baka. So I was chilling out. Chill baka. You know, when you're a dad, yeah. you don't really have to do a costume anymore. No. No, I'm counting on that. <laughs> yeah, so that was my Halloween. I feel like this is the last year... That I'm going to get away without uh, trick or treating too. Yeah, for you, a while you got to go around with the kid. Next year, I mean, next year he'll be two and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be he'll be so, doing his thing. Yeah, feel like that's you got to go. I'm required to make sure the kid gets candy. <laughs> it was kind of beautiful here. Like all the kids from the neighborhood were over, and some the the adults were with them, and like. Some of my friends, I was handing them whiskey, you know, and the children mm-hmm. also. Did whiskey. you ever get mixed up? And- oh, wait, wait, wait. Nope. Sorry, little girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> swap that out. <laughs> oh, give me the Twix. You get the Twix. Uh-huh. You get the rye. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty fun. Oh, boy. Speaking of fun. <laughs> I never thought that this was would be a sentence I would say out loud, but John Boehner, lots of fun. Uh, this is a headline from the Washington Post. John Boehner, retired and a little bitter, F-bombs some old GOP enemies. <laughs> now, that article was a recap of a very um, in-depth story that Politico did, which I recommend everybody go and read. I mean, it, it's it's long, but it's really good. Um, uh, Politico... The John, it's called John Banner Unchained, and the photo on the front is him working on a lawnmower. It I'm sure be. it's staged. No, I, <laughs> I actually would believe that John Boehner, yeah, he just sits at home, yeah, until he can, just based on the look <laughs> on his face, until he can no longer stand to be right. around his family anymore. <laughs> and then he makes the same face he always made at all the Tea Party people. Right, yeah. Just imagine him thinking about Ted Cruz. <laughs> That's right. He makes that face and goes out to the garage and just tinkers on his lawnmower for five That's hours. <laughs> my, my favorite quote of all time of any political person was John Boehner saying about Ted Cruz, I've never met a more miserable son of a bitch in all of my life. I love that so much. Um, and it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, the the kind of crux of this article, of course, if you don't know, John Boehner was a speaker of the House before Paul Ryan and actually helped get Paul Ryan in. So, yeah. mm, dubious. Now, you and I, I'm, I'm a 
pretty lefty. You're a moderate with some left leanings. I I'm would a left leaning moderate. You're a left leaning moderate. I I have labeled what I am as a left leaning moderate. There you go. I like mostly that. because I refuse to cater to party systems. Love it. Because Love it. Uh, all all you party people. People. You doofuses. In effect. You guys doofuses. <laughs> Young bitch. Um, <laughs> sorry, go look up the SNL rap song. It's pretty brilliant. Um, so in this long article, you know, the crux of this article is, okay, Banner is retired now. He's not the Speaker of the House anymore. What does he do with his time? Well, he turns out... <laughs> Resents his family and then works on love <laughs> Well, that's a lot We of already it. settled that. <laughs> I didn't know he was a chain smoker. He smokes Camel 99s. Fun Two. fact, he never smoked not one cigarette until the day he met Ted Cruz. <laughs> and just immediately started chain smoking. <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't because he needed the release. Yeah. It's just because he was trying to shorten his life as much <laughs> as possible. From Ted Cruz. <laughs> Ted Cruz, the other thing about him, I don't know if you guys know this, he, he's a sneaky farter. I would believe he's that. He's the kind of guy that walks in a room and like silently and then leaves. You know what? Real bastard. I would be shocked to find out that he has never, on his way up to the floor of the Senate, crop dusted <laughs> all of the other senators he walks by. Right. Just that, passes them by. That's his weird, like anal repressive kind of way of getting back at people <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it's fucked up and then he gets up there and speaks like a televangelist for 30 minutes until everyone is ready to start smoking like john Boehner, <laughs> <laughs> which is a lot two packs a day guys yeah two packs of camel 99s a day um all the while al franken smells like flowers i'm told um he uh Boehner loves merlot loves to drink merlot again unsurprising yeah i mean i would have pictured him a whiskey guy but still he never goes anywhere without being shaved he's always shaved that yeah. that does not surprise me at all he even insisted that his like security staff be like totally shaved he judges people based on how they look um there's a story in here where he's talking to another congressperson at, at one point in his career and it just so happened that the guy was in the break room or whatever eating an ice cream sandwich and he looked at him and he said don't eat that you're going to be a fat ass <laughs> Oh, this is what I love. Um, So I was just going to pull out some of the quotes because these are fucking amazing. Um, You know what? The more John Boehner in my life at this point, the better. Why not? Let's have some politicians we can laugh at and with. Let's do. Let's do. Instead of politicians that we laugh to hide our tears. That is also (laughs) true. So here's the unfortunate thing that I'm just realizing. I'm going to have to pull this up on my... On my phone because the pull quotes did not appear in the printout that I did. What a damn shame. Um, serious stuff is towards the end. Basically, this article tells the whole story of his political career. This guy, by the way, it's one of those great stories about becoming a congressperson. His dad owned a bar, mm-hmm. like a beer and a shot kind of bar. And Banner put himself through college by being, like, a janitor. Um, um, he's real salt of the earth. Okay, so CNN yeah. posted the 24 most amazing quotes there from the story. There you go. So uh, we can go, by, go through these, if you'd like. Let's do it. Number one, I've never had a hot dog for dinner in my life. Yeah, yeah, he said that. He was making a barbecue dinner for his friends. Like, apparently he's a pretty good cook. He does this teriyaki steak thing. And, uh, yeah, he says, someone said, the only thing we don't have is hot dogs. And he said, I've never had a hot dog for dinner in my entire life. Wow. The, uh, the CNN editor-in-chief, or editor-at-large, who wrote this, yeah, uh, had a lot of questions following this. Um, does this mean Boehner has never eaten a hot dog? <laughs> or has he never eaten one for dinner? Right. Has he eaten a hot dog for breakfast? <laughs> um, <laughs> if I was going to die from smoking cigarettes, I'd already be dead. That's right. That's right. Two packs. Two packs a day. Mm-hmm. Camel 99s. <laughs> and based on my Ted Cruz premise, I'm assuming that was said with disappointment. In his voice. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here we go. Here's the ones I'm looking for. Boehner on Congress. By the way, he also refers to himself as Boner whenever he does something like slightly wrong. Like he's playing golf and he misses a putt and he says, Ah, oh, way to go, Boner. <laughs> uh, so Boehner on Congress. Quote, We've got some of the smartest people in America who serve in Congress. And we've got some of the dumbest. We have some of the nicest people you'd ever want to meet. And some that are Nazis. Congress is nothing more than a slice of America. <laughs> that sounds right. Right? Like he's, he's not wrong. Dead on. Dead on. Um, okay. Next one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is about uh, Representative Jim Jordan of Ohio <laughs> oh, yeah. and former Representative Jason Chaffetz. Chaffetz? Chaffetz. 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 Of Utah. Yeah. Um, quote, fuck Jordan. Fuck Chaffetz. <laughs> They're both assholes. It's <laughs> awesome. Banner on the House Freedom Caucus. They can't tell you what they're for. They can tell you everything they're against. They're anarchists. They want total chaos. Tear it all down and start over. That's where their mindset is. <laughs> um, uh... I'm just, I'm scrolling through these to find my favorite ones. Yeah. <laughs> this one, I don't know the context. But uh, he said, and I quote, it's hard to negotiate with no dick. Yes, he did say that at one point. <laughs> Banner on a 2011 meeting with Barack Obama, president at the time. I'm smoking a cigarette and they bring me a glass of Merlot. And we're sitting there a little while, and here's the president drinking iced tea and chomping on Nicorette. What else do you need to know about the two of us? <laughs> <laughs> he loves people, by the way, that A, dress well, B, smoke, C, drink. Mm -hmm. That's okay. his criteria. And aren't, like, total dumbasses. That's, like, his criteria for a person. That... That explains so much about his relationship with Ted Cruz. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Doesn't drink. Is an asshole. Uh -huh. <laughs> Doesn't like, smoke. All of it's bad. Yeah, that's right. All of it's bad. Yeah. Uh, did he ever see Obama sneak a cigarette? Oh, no. No, no, no. He's scared to death of his wife. Scared. <laughs> <laughs> that I believe. Scared to death. <laughs> I definitely would be afraid of Michelle. Oh, yeah. Um, I would not cross cross her by smoking it's a logical decision to be afraid of her um mm -hmm. obama though one of my favorite things about obama was that he smoked well until he became president well i yeah i know but like i liked that about him like he was an average he knows better mm -hmm. he's a fucking smart guy yeah but he just had to and because he's you and know, michelle took care of it yeah uh, michelle is a powerful woman very powerful you you, you don't uh you don't cross strong, powerful women. You don't fucks with so Michelle. So she says no cigarettes. Guess who's on Nicorette the rest of his life? Barack. Barack. Mm -hmm. uh, Although I will say, uh, no president I can remember has aged more in their terms. Yes. Maybe smoking oh was the only thing that kept him young. <laughs> it could have been. He, <laughs> he really, wow. I think he smoked camels too. I could be wrong though. Uh, they could have bonded. Right? Imagine the crossing of the aisles. Seriously. If... What could have gotten Michelle done? ruined the country! <laughs> Banner, by the way, bring, blames those hardcore Tea Party Freedom Caucus Republicans for not getting shit done. Because he was trying to work deals with Obama. Mm -hmm. And Obama was trying to work deals oh, with Oh, no, him. I remember. Yeah. I remember he would come out and say, I've worked on this deal, deal with a bipartisan committee right and then ted cruz and his little minions would be like ah, no compromise <laughs> and then it would be dead yeah and that's what <laughs> fucked us for a long time yeah uh boehner on joe biden who they have an affinity for each other i i would believe that joe biden's for real everyone likes joe biden joe biden's for real uh except probably ted cruz joe biden should have run for president in 2016 Banner says he would have won mm -hmm. for a guy who always wanted to be president. I guess that's a big deal. I he's right. Oh, he would have won without a doubt. Without a doubt. If you, I I've brought this up several times in life. I don't know if I've brought it up on here. But 
Think about the things that people liked about Trump. Outspoken. Right. For some reason, people thought he was a man of the people. Still don't understand that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> very, very into um, economic growth for the blue collar people. Joe Biden is all of those things. Yes. Without any sexual harassment right. or just general obnoxiousness. And, you know, <laughs> he's been he's a known quantity. He yeah. was the vice president. I mean, come on. He he would have won easily. Yeah. But no, he had to take family time because his <laughs> son died of cancer. It's a good reason. It's, it's a, a very great solid reason. reason. Yeah. No, no one's blaming you, Joe. Though I hope you run in 2020. I, Though you'll be old as shit. He won't do it. I know. <clears throat> Here's someone who might run. Banner on Bernie Sanders. He's the most honest guy who ever ran for president. He really believes all that crazy stuff he talks about. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I mean, you can't think of two more opposite people policy-wise. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I... Hmm. Yeah. Banner on a 2012 meeting with Fox News chairman Roger Ailes. He groped me. <laughs> Well, they were friends. Okay. We groped together. We, <laughs> we groped women together. Yeah. Unsuspecting women. We, we did we not had get their permission. Over. They didn't even see us until the hand came out. The story will never come out, except that I'm telling you now. Um, <laughs> I thought this whole thing was off the record. I never went to New York without seeing Ailes. He and I were friends, but it was the most bizarre meeting I'd ever had. He had black helicopters flying all around his head that morning. It was every conspiracy theory you've ever heard. And I'm throwing cold water on all this bullshit. Like, Ailes went off his rocker at some point, is Mm -hmm. what Banner's saying. And he's like, no, dude, like, we're not following you. It's cool. I'm in, I'm like third in the government. I, (laughs) I assume that around that same time, is when Fox embraced the Tea Party. Yeah. Because yeah, it must have been. I feel like that's just when every everyone on the right side of the aisle went nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Even the moderates went, Shit went crazy. at least a little bit nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's weird for somebody like you and somebody like me to be, like, pining for the Reagan Republicans. Mm-hmm. I keep coming back to that because I'm, like, sens- sensible. Like, come on. Like, there. Well, see, the Republican Party in the 80s and 90s was supposed to be the logical party yeah the the democrats were the dream the dreamers the we can make a positive utopian society sure and i and would have been right there with them yeah are, were the logical party yeah, yeah, yeah and now it's almost flipped it has except yeah. replace utopian with dystopian <laughs> right <laughs> Dysto- it benefits us not you yeah um, let's see what else we got here. Oh boy, how did I get to Okay, Banner on golf. When you play golf with somebody, they can't hide. You know who they are. You know how they are. You know what they're capable of. You know whether or not whether they're being honest with themselves. It exposes everybody. He's a smart guy. Yeah, he's like I'm assuming he never played golf with Donald Trump. He did. Oh, he what did. did that tell him? <laughs> well, he's funny on Trump. He's a little, I mean, he's been, he's, he's been critical yeah. of, of the administration saying that like dysfunction is not the word for it. Like this shit is fucked, but he likes Trump on a personal level. And I don't know if he's being political or not. I don't know. It's hard to tell. You know, what's weird. He's a smart guy. Okay. So I, I have been pretty clear. I view Donald Trump. As one of the most loathsome people <laughs> right. to ever walk the earth. Correct. <laughs> um, Correct. But based on people who have spent time with him, yeah. apparently he is a charming individual to be around. But you know, the only people who have spent time with him were like people that had something to gain from him. Well, <sighs> you know? Yes and no. Because I've heard, I've heard uh, Democratic senators say it, too. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard that. Okay. Um, I can't remember who it was, but had a meeting with him and said he's a very charming person. Okay. All right. I accept um, I don't know how that can be a charming person. Yeah. How that thing 
<laughs> out there in the, the world. The orange amorphous blob right. can can be charming to anybody. Here's, here's the, although apparently he's very charming to Eastern European women. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is he charming to women? His money is charming to Eastern European women. Well, that's, that's what I meant to say. That's a that's, thing. <laughs> vapid. Yeah. You forgot vapid. Eastern European women. Mm-hmm. I don't think to the average self-respecting woman that he's going to be charming. I think he's a real I don't dick. think like sexually charming. No, no, no. <laughs> or charming at all. No. Like he's 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 charming to other white guys. I he I mean, it's the locker room thing. It's the locker room thing, yeah. You know, it's charming, like, hey, you see the cans on her? Like, that kind <laughs> like, of charm. Like, look, okay, all right. And, like, for me, it might charm me in the sense that I'd just be like, oh, that's a gross old guy. Yeah, <laughs> right. I see that every day of my life. <laughs> I'm probably going to be that someday. Uh, maybe not you, but, but me, probably. Um, it's, so there is this, this is something I've observed. There is this camaraderie between men, right? Yeah, there is, and a lot of that is like, "Hey, ladies are awesome." <laughs> I mean, putting it in the nicest hey. way possible. Like, um, we like things. Boobs? Yeah, and then the other guy goes, "Yeah, yeah those." Like, like, there's this guy at work who I wouldn't really be friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, not not anyone I immediately work with. Someone I work with like peripherally a little bit. We wouldn't really be friends with, but, like, we have that sort of male camaraderie going mm-hmm. where we both, like, think, like, a lot of stuff is stupid. You know what okay. I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, overcomplicated and, and most, all that. You know? Most men can joke around with other men. Yes. About, that's what I'm getting at. About many different things. Topics. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, I don't go up to him and say, hey, did you see the tits on? I don't talk like that to people. Mm-hmm. I will. I have said to people before, like, "Oh my god!" Like, I fell in love with this girl in like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now mm-hmm. she's gone. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, I say because, it in a nicer way. You, you killed her. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> like, I have her skin, but like, that's it. Yeah, um, the soul is gone. Yeah, it, it, it went to basil bug. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you can be a gentleman about it but you're essentially talking about the same thing yeah trump is like that run rampant you know what i mean he's like the worst of what it is to be a guy well you know what i mean he's unfiltered that yeah in addition (laughs) to having it's like unfiltered that on steroids totally totally most people are like most guys First off, do not go to that extreme that he no. goes to. No, they don't come out and like kiss women. Yeah, when they meet um, them or which them. that's a whole separate Oof. mentally ill. Th- I yeah. I, I honestly, I want someone to do a study on the brains of like uh, Harvey and, and Trump and uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, and okay. Trump and yeah. people like that, and figure out what's going on there because there's got to be something firing differently. I think it's a power thing. I think they're I, like I know it's it's a power thing, but yeah. at the same time, there are other people who have had that's true as much power, right? That don't go. You know, what I think I'm gonna do just start masturbating in front of people. That could be fun, right? <laughs> I'm just gonna start doing that for fun. Pretty weird. I mean, both of those guys are not attractive mm-hmm. like you know what i mean yeah. like they're not getting except for their money their money right. their, is attractive their money and position and yeah. power is mm-hmm. what has made them attractive uh at all but like let let's think about bill gates here okay bill gates also not an attractive man right. also the most attractive thing about bill gates to many people is his money sure sure i have not heard one story about bill gates just whipping it out at a cocktail party that's true that's true <laughs> you know it's there's there is a there's a categorical difference you're right and 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 the harvey Weinsteins of the world and the donald trumps of the world have that thing in common mm-hmm. where it's like i've reached this thing and now i'm going to abuse it yeah bill gates is obviously a very like moral person i mean he gives away a ton of money yeah. you know like the guy bill gates has grateful nerd syndrome <laughs> Like, thank okay. God someone okay. loves me and wants to fuck me. Uh-huh. Donald Trump has, like, yeah, everyone wants to fuck me yeah. syndrome. You know what I mean? Like, it's, and, 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 
and what you say is exactly true like there's an easy camaraderie with with between men a lot of times and i don't know what that is i mean maybe it goes back to when we used to hunt fucking mammoths together or something i don't know (laughs) and like (laughs) hey check out the cans on that at mammoth (laughs) hey we're gonna kill the shit out of that man i got my spear and like everyone played a role like Mm -hmm. it was like Mm -hmm. obvious like okay you're the big guy yeah you're gonna tackle it but like i'm the little guy i'm the weird guy like i have a role Mm -hmm. like we all have a role you know what I mean? Right. Like, and it's like you when you meet other guys, like you sort of understand your role in this weird primate mm-hmm. hierarchy thing. It's a weird thing, but it's real, and it's I understand it at a visceral sort okay. of level, right? So, like, like dude knows I don't like sports, so he doesn't talk to me about sports. He talks to me about other shit. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, but you could talk about sports. <laughs> I could, but I'd be stupid at it, and I know that. You know. Um, you kind of see what I'm getting at, yeah. though. Like, I don't no. know. And it, it, these guys have just taken it to the stupid level, mm-hmm. the horrid level. Yeah, the the Harvey Weinstein's, the Donald Trumps, the Bill Cosby's. Yeah, yeah. I if there's not something that is mentally wrong with them, just on some level, I yeah. don't, I don't understand. <laughs> it's a, I just don't understand. Like, there's, there's a no line. part of if you gave me just billions of dollars yeah i guarantee you (laughs) if i saw a woman who i thought was attractive yeah my first instinct would still in life be to not talk to that woman because (laughs) i I, uh, no that's not gonna go well (laughs) right right okay okay assume okay our personalities are a little different assume i get billions and billions of dollars and Uh i'm not married okay okay so you you get billions of dollars, and your wife, God forbid, yeah. uh, dies in a tragic accident where she goes very peacefully. Yeah, yeah. Very peaceful. Yeah, all that. Like, she's dead. Super dead. Perfect scenario. Mm-hmm. And you have waited the appropriate amount of time for grieving. Two years? I mean, I, is that the appropriate amount That seems amount about time? right. That's a long time, yeah. Well, I mean, it probably depends, too, on how long... Like, was it a slow but painless death? <laughs> or was it like... Is it a pull-the-plug scenario? Or Was like, it like she was in an airplane, she gets, but she died before impact? She got decapitated, <laughs> and she felt nothing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like if it's the slow one, you don't have to <laughs> grieve as long. Oh, okay, because you, you were sort of grieving yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, But on the other hand, it's like, ah, oh, it's fucking fate. Just for whatever. brevity's sake, yeah, yeah. we'll say that it was... <laughs> like a weird like painless type of yeah. disease yeah. that took her slowly but like she didn't feel anything and then you okay know, i'm uncomfortable now like with her I, last I, dying <laughs> breath it was just like justin go forth be free i do love this woman that we're talking about yeah so this is a little hard now well, that no we're i know but it. like yeah. on her deathbed she's like go forth okay uh, you can move on and here's my billions of dollars here i have had a secret All this bank money. account <laughs> <laughs> lying to you for years <laughs> by the way like i fucked a bunch of dudes mm. um well no because then you'll move on quickly. <laughs> you'll, you'll out of bitterness yeah, yeah. and anger okay. move right. on right okay. that's true so she's been so you've moved perfectly on. chased yeah but she had all this money that she didn't mm-hmm. tell me about mm-hmm. and we've been suffering mm-hmm. um okay in that scenario <laughs> <laughs> okay so now you have I, the money and you're at a party with an attractive woman and i am in a position of power mm-hmm. of some kind it's been long enough that your ring tan line <laughs> wow. is gone it's gone i i still so there's no awkward conversation there i have it in my drawer mm-hmm. but that's it just in a safe place i would be like hey how's it going whoa <laughs> <laughs> i would like try to date this girl mm-hmm. i wouldn't as Donald Trump did, kiss her on the lips the first time I met her. No. I wouldn't, as Harvey Weinstein did, whip my dick out and jerk off in front of her. Literally anything Harvey Weinstein ever did. (laughs) I wouldn't... At this point, I would be more shocked to hear a story about Harvey Weinstein that was like, he walked up and shook hands with the lady. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't grab her ass. I wouldn't fondle her. Okay. I wouldn't rub up against her or stand too close. Slip anything in her drink? No. Okay, so all the Cosby stuff is out. It's too. out. I would buy her a drink. Mm-hmm. I would have a conversation. You now, when you buy her the drink in this 
hypothetical yeah. scenario. Yeah, yeah. Make sure to keep the drink in her eyesight Correct. all along so she doesn't think. Actually. Because she has to be on guard. Right. You may be a creeper. I don't even <laughs> give it to her. Okay. I just tell the bartender, hey, can I get her a vodka martini? Very, very good. A little dirty? Very good. That's idea. as far as I go. I said the martini was a little dirty. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. I don't even touch it. He makes it, hands it to her. I tip him mm-hmm. well because I'm a billionaire mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And I hope things progress from here. Oh, and, and I have an iPhone 10 in this scenario. iPhone 10. X, whatever it is. I don't know. So, like, you're planning on this happening soon? I'm or? hoping, but... I, <laughs> and I, you know, or are you just really out of date on phones? I'm really <laughs> you, pull, you pull it out and people are like, That's, that phone's 15 years you old. Know, I might you're be a, a billionaire. You can get the iPhone XXX. <laughs> I might be a billionaire, but I'm thrifty. Okay. That's how I got... That's how I kept my money. Okay. That's how I kept okay. my money. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was a lot. Um... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, Banner on Mike Pence. Man, we got way off Banner there. We did. Okay, Mike Pence. That was worthy, though. Yeah. If you watched him during the campaign, when all the craziness was going on, he's saying that, like, it's over. It's not over. He was the loyal soldier. And he's still the loyal soldier. But he and his team, they've got their eyes open. I think you know I think you know what he means when he says that. Like, they're not going to get burned by this bullshit. By the way, the other headlines from this week, if you haven't heard, holy fuck. Yeah, we haven't even touched on the... Uh, oh, boy. Which I don't think we really need to go big into We don't, into because it. people know. People know what's going on. But Manafort and former business partner charged with conspiracy in connection with special counsel probe. Bob Mueller is kicking some asses. And uh, the news about Papadopoulos. Papadopoulos. So basically, we're getting what we've known for months now. The Trump campaign colluded with Russia. We're seeing the first results of that. Like, mm-hmm. Manafort walked into the FBI the other day. Now, here here's an interesting thing that's happening, though, in addition to that. Yeah. And I will say um, this isn't being reported as much as it probably should be reported. But in addition to all of that, uh, one, of, um, one of the leading Democratic fundraisers – yeah. Uh, Podesta. John Podesta's brother. Oh, yeah. John Podesta, sure. John Podesta's brother had to step down from his his uh, Democratic think tank because he is somehow tied to the Russia oh, thing, too. Oh, fuck. God. Yeah. yeah. So, Mueller was investigating him, so he stepped down. See, okay. here's the difference. He stepped down. <laughs> he stepped down. He's not waiting yeah. for something terrible. I don't know if if I could think of anyone that should also maybe step down because of the same situation. <laughs> um, I I mean I'm at a loss. I can't think of one of one of them. Maybe um oh what's oh, that? what's that guy's name? Uh, stupid looking hair. Ties are too long. His tiny, skin is the color of a, of a decorative fall gourd. Um, wow, that's oh. a good one. Good one. Anyway, I, it's not going to come to me. I've seen a pumpkin with more intelligence. <laughs> so, it's... Mueller is investigating everyone. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not a very narrow investigation at this point. It's everybody. It's a swath. And you know who he's about to get. Uh, Kushner. Oh, yeah. That's the next domino to fall. Anyway. I mean, Kushner was at the meeting. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, a couple things, just to, a couple philosophical things that Banner said. Ooh. By the way, I, again, I really recommend this article. It's a, excuse me, it's a long read. But it's completely worth your time. John Banner Unchained. Um, and I, I don't have the author's name in front of me. I'm sorry. It didn't come on what, the printout, which is crazy. What paper was it in? It's Politico. Politico. It's Politico. It was, it was in that that newspaper, Politico. Yeah, that not newspaper. Yeah, the newspaper. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Yeah, it's I'm a I'm uh, I'm too old for this. <laughs> this is more like, again, more philosophical kind of stuff that he said. 
it was the modern day media and social media that kept pushing people further right and further left. People started to figure out they could choose where to get their news. And so what do people do? They choose places they agree with, reinforcing the divide. That's a pretty good summing up of where we are right now. Mm -hmm. Pretty good. Um, Now, how do we solve that? He says, it's going to take an intervening event for Americans to realize that first we are Americans. An intervening event, something cataclysmic, he responds, gazing upward. Oh, good. Right? Oh, Uh, good. He's a prophet uh, now. Yeah, that's what we want. He want we want him prophesying terrible oh, things. Boy, I know. When <laughs> when Boehner stepped down, Obama called him and said, "Boehner, you can't do this, man. I'm gonna miss you." Right? And that's reaching across the aisles. What What did he say back to Obama? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Smoke a cigarette. <laughs> um, no, Biden feels the same way. Biden said, "The only way we're going to get this back." Oh boy. The only way we're going to get this back together again, he says, is with some more John Boehners. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> both parties chose the two most polarizing nominees in modern history. Yeah. Boehner says, the only Republican who Hillary Clinton possibly could have beaten was Donald Trump. And the only Democrat that Trump possibly could have beaten was Clinton. He smirks. 330 million Americans, and we got those two. I mean, what what that, more is there to say about 2016? Yeah. Now go work on your fucking lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> you know the only reason he did that interview is because he was out of things to do on the lawnmower, yeah, and he right. still did that's not right. want to go back into his the, family. The article also gives, gives you a lot of pathos for Boehner, because he's sort of looking for a purpose now. I mean, this is a guy who built a company from the ground up. It was some sort of boxes or something that he, his company. Uh, it would be. He got rich as fuck with he boxes. Would be, he would be a box mogul. Yeah, he's a, he was a box <laughs> mogul. He spent like 150 grand of his own money on his first campaign, gets into Congress, you know, works his way through different committees and stuff, different positions, and eventually he's Speaker of the House. He's, he's, he's a real guy. I mean, again... I don't probably don't agree with him on much, but no, no, I guarantee as a, agree with him on very next little, to nothing. Yeah, but is he the kind of guy I'd want to sit down and have a drink with? Absolutely, he's got some stories. He's got stories. Um, real quick quote here. Um, <laughs> so forty three. Mm. Oh yes, Bush says, "Hey, are you talking to Paul Ryan? Are you giving him advice?" <laughs> I said, "Yeah, if he calls, I give him advice." And he texts me back, "He needs to call you more." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a great moment. Everyone loves Paul Ryan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, Banner and W have a good thing going. Like yeah. they get each other. Um, <laughs> w did a painting of him that's in Banner's house. I'm sure you can see that in the article. Um, but yeah, they're text buddies. Mm-hmm. Banner and W are text how, buddies. How often do you think they emoji each other? Daily. <laughs> I really think it's daily. <laughs> I do. Can't you just picture Banner saying, I just had pie emoji. <laughs> and uh, Bush texts back, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> <laughs> Again, who knew? I mean, we've talked about this before, but who knew we'd be pining for the goddamn Bush era, man? I know. Uh, you know, at worst he was he was being an idiot, but I don't even think he's that dumb anymore. I really don't. No, well, no, he. I never thought he was that dumb. Yeah, I think everyone he he seemed dumb. Yeah, which got him elected because yeah. for some reason everyone people like is. dumb people. They, I don't understand what the it's deal a is. weird thing. I as a person who's never been a Dumb. republican <laughs> oh <laughs> i i don't understand because it's only the republican side that's true yeah. it's like that person doesn't seem like they know things i think they should lead us that's my guy <laughs> <laughs> i mean imagine if everyone had that view of leadership oh boy like think about uh, the Israelites wandering in the desert for 40 years. <laughs> How long would they have been out there if they had chosen the people they wanted? If there was half that were picking some ding-dong that didn't know anything. Instead of following <laughs> Moses, they followed, like, Joseph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Joseph was, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's just, uh, it, it's, 
it's something i will never understand it's a thing though man like people want someone relatable and that's the real problem i think i don't the, want anyone relatable i don't either i in fact i think obama was too relatable for me i want someone <laughs> i can't have a conversation with they're so smart yeah. yeah i want them to start rattling off a bunch of socioeconomic things that i just don't understand a word of it you, you want an economics i want to nod and smile a lot in right. a conversation <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> you want an economics professor to vote for like yeah. like i mean yeah i think that's the problem though that the democrats have had and have always had and will continue to have probably the you know i there's no other way to say it yeah parents colleges tend to liberalize people because whoa they do because education (laughs) because when you learn things you gain perspective Mm -hmm. and you can think outside of your own goddamn shoes for a minute and yeah it makes you a little more liberal i know that's scary to people Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's the truth and if you would open yourself up to it i mean but that's the thing it's a marketing problem yeah again fuck marketing it's a marketing problem because um people don't want to be condescended to. And I understand that. I don't either. It's the, uh, can I have a beer with that person test? Every Republican wants to have a beer with their candidate. That's right. I want a candidate that I go to have a beer with them and I order a beer and they ask what, what sort of uh, 15 year scotch do they have? Right. Uh, I will have, I will have that neat just neat (laughs) yes and then they don't really even drink it it's just there (laughs) in front of them as a prop it's accoutrement Mm -hmm. yeah it's Mm -hmm. yeah exactly that's what i want that's i understand that see i understand that i don't i don't want the politicians that go to iowa during the campaign and they're like look at me i got a corn dog i don't want that (laughs) stop being relatable because corn i mean everybody loves corn hey um bunch of dinguses if only he were still alive Huel Hauser would have been a perfect president that's super electable super electable um and like obama tried to be relatable with the the miller light thing Mm -hmm. but i just had a feeling he wasn't being authentic uh Like not only that, but then everyone started judging him. Yeah, like, they did. You can have any beer you want, and that's the beer you choose. <laughs> yeah, the hipsters, people wow. like us, people like us were like, I, I actually was put off by it. I was like, why aren't you drinking like some sort of like craft porter or something? You know that he got that, and they gave it to him, and he took one drink and went, "Oh, that's awful." All right. <laughs> Moving on. We have to, before we close tonight, I need to know what his brand of cigarettes were. Who? Obama. Obama? Like, before he, you know, before Michelle put the clamp on him, Mm -hmm. what did he smoke? Well, let's see here. I... I'm, I'm, I'm seeing what... Nope, nope, no autocorrect on this. Wow. Google doesn't doesn't know that readily. Let's see here. President caught on camera holding a pack of cigarettes. Yep, what was he holding? Yep, 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 yep. I feel like they're candles, but I'm probably wrong. Um, he started smoking when he was in college in L.A. in 1980. At its strongest, Mr. Obama reportedly smoked around seven or eight a day. Though he told Men's Health Magazine 3 was more typical. Ah, here we go. Mr. Obama reportedly likes Marlboro Red. That's a serious cigarette. There you go. That's an ass kicker if you don't really smoke. Although the presidential campaign trail was known to bum a few cigarettes from AIDS. (laughs) Why has he quit? Michelle Obama claimed, (laughs) quote, he's always wanted to stop. Trust me, I told him that and he said yes. (laughs) Explaining that daughters Malia, 12, and Sasha, 9 at the time, are getting to an age where he wants to be able to look them in the face and deny it should they ask, should they decide to ask him whether he smokes. Wow. Uh, So he he didn't want to (laughs) lie. Oh, this is great. This is from The Telegraph, by the way. It's a UK publication. 
the the latest president to regularly smoke was Gerald Ford, who enjoyed pipes. Okay. I mean, yeah. Uh, you and I enjoy pipes. That's a that's a presidential choice. George W. Bush, between commas, a recovering alcoholic, refrained from smoking. Bill Clinton enjoyed the odd cigar. Mm-hmm. Dwight Eisenhower famously smoked four packs. Jesus Christ, four packs a day? I mean, D-Day and all that. Eisenhower went through a lot, but four packs a day? That is a stressful situation. Wow. How do you... In that time, how did he find that much time to... (laughs) Well, here's the thing about Dwight Eisenhower. His physician recommended he cut down to one pack, but after limiting his intake for a few days, he decided to quit cold turkey. He was a serious son of a bitch. Dwight Eisenhower. I mean, that's why we have highways. So, <laughs> wow. So the doctor said, cut down to one pack, and he started doing it and went, well, this isn't even worth it. <laughs> it's four... I'm getting way too much oxygen in between. <laughs> I'm just going to get all oxygen now. It's four or nothing, Doc. Four <laughs> or nothing. And Bugs Bunny popped up, and he's like, meh. Sushi jackknife. Because this has gone on too long. Sushi jackknife. Sushi jackknife. Yeah, sushi. Yeah. Jackknife. That thing. 